welcome to the Boostly podcast. We're in season seven, episode 19. And today we're going to talk about niche listing sites and why you need to be paying attention to them. I've invited James Burroughs from Rentals United. James is the CEO of Rentals United. It is a channel manager, not a PMS, a channel manager that helps connects you to loads of websites that you never thought possible to connect to. It is a fantastic channel manager, it is a fantastic company, it is a fantastic business and I recommend that everybody goes to rentalsunited.com, book a demo and see if it will work with your PMS and with your business. You have to have at least 10 properties, that is their niche, 10 properties plus, but for any property managers that are watching that have got more than 10 properties, it is one that I recommend that you 100% check out because not only will it save you time, it could boost your revenue as well. We're going to talk about niche websites, about why they're important, about how it works, and we're also going to delve into Rentals United a little bit more as well. Now, as you know, the Boostly podcast is sponsored by Hostfully. You have got a couple of weeks left to submit your guidebook to Hostfully for a competition that they are running. To find out more, go to hostfully.com forward slash contest. You can win a number of prizes, uh, including premium listings, including a uh, hoodies, sweatshirts, you name it, including a marketing review from, from me. So that's my prize that I've donated to it. Uh, it's uh, totally free to enter. You get one free guidebook when you go to hostfully.com. If you would like to buy a premium listing, uh, make sure you put in Boostly2M in the coupon code section and you will get two months free as being a Boostly member. Now, thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. All that I ask is that you share this episode with somebody that you feel that might benefit from it. So you can share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, or just email it straight to somebody. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback, mark at boostly.co.uk, or just send me a message on one of the, the social media channels. It's at Boostly UK. In the meantime, however you are tuning into this podcast, please enjoy it. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe and make sure you share it with your friends. I'm going to now switch over to James Burroughs of Rentals United and we're going to talk all about listing on those niche websites. Yeah, I'm one of the, the, the co-founders of, of Rentals United and we're a company that's been around for about four or five years now. But I first started off in, in holiday rentals, vacation rentals around... I think it's going back 17 years ago. So I left London to go and live in, in Italy. We, I set up a, a marketing business with my then girlfriend and we decided to focus on companies that wanted to market themselves outside of towards the UK, outside of Italy. And one of our customers was a guy that used to rent out apartments. We, we did so well for him that we ended up sort of developing a listing website between myself and my girlfriend called Holiday Velvet. You know, going back, we were distributing around 10,000 properties worldwide and, and it was very much a a copy almost of, of booking.com. We were one of the most, one of the instant booking websites at the time. So it was very kind of new, but it would it was still nothing different from, you know, in terms of experience of going on to, to booking.com. I would say probably 10 years later, we started talking to a number of competitors in the market. We were kind of worried about the impact that Airbnb were having on our market share. And we decided to create Rentals United, which was originally just a, a, 
a property sharing platform. So they had properties in Paris, I had properties in Rio, and we would just share inventory between each other and we're all hunting for the same people, right? So why don't we start collaborating? So, you know, Rentals United has been built on competitors and businesses collaborating first off. And we decided to open up to the rest of the market and knew that there was a demand for people who wanted to work with the bigger OTAs as well as the smaller websites out there because there's a, there's a huge um, list of them. So that's really how we, um, we, we got going. So Rentals United now after five years is we're based in Barcelona. We have an office in Poland of our developers with around 90 people altogether. And we're distributing around 100,000 properties worldwide. And we're fundamentally a channel manager. So we're not a PMS. We don't create operational tools for property managers to, to manage their inventory on a day-to-day -day basis. We're very much focused on bringing reservations and managing reservations from a whole host of channels like Airbnb, Booking.com, Expedia, HomeAway, as well as a number of niche websites, as you put it. So local, local champions of a particular market. It could be a curated website. So, you know, more kind of high-end inventory. And now we've got a whole host of maybe thematic websites that really focus on a particular theme like sport. And, and there are loads of others. So that's really the gear for us to provide a way to manage your inventory in lots of different booking websites and give you more visibility. I like that. So we're going to talk obviously today about those little websites, those niche websites that we sort of touched upon because when everybody puts their property online, so they, they get the property up and running or properties, they get a brand new property, whether it's a door, whether it's a full villa rental, whatever you want to call it. And then you go, you go onto the internet and go, right, I'm going to put it on booking. I'm going to put it on Airbnb and then they just stop there. But really when you delve into it, there are so many listing sites that are potentially out there and it's those smaller niche ones that we're going we're going to talk about today. Now, obviously, Rentals United do link up to a, a lot of these websites. But what I want for you to do is if you could just really dial back and tell me a little bit more about your thinking around the niche websites and delve into talking about these ships, because the, the talk that you gave at Barcelona was really good about this. So I'd just like for you to just walk okay. us through these niche websites about the ships and, 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 and why it's important that people sort of pay attention to, to these niches. I mean, the, the ships analogy was a you know a little bit of fun and so the idea is that we try to describe the difference between an OTA, a copycat, which is really what my website used to be of, of someone like booking.com and the smaller niche website. So your OTA was a big um, tanker. So um, it's not very flexible. It takes a long time to be able to change direction and, but it's stable. It will always provide bookings for you, but you're basically one of hundreds, if not millions of properties in, in particular locations. So, you know, the chances are that you might be generating income from those, but where is the value of placing your property just on those websites? And the niche websites were your speedboat. So really versatile, very nippy, could go where in places where the bigger ships couldn't go. And, and equally, they were generally first at market. So we had, we had, I brought up a particular example about cannabis smoking thematic websites, right? There's one called Bud and Breakfast that only deals with smoking friendly uh, accommodation 
you know, it, it kind of got a good laugh, but it's a very good example of what a niche website can do. Because, you know, if you really think about the time it would take someone like booking.com to really start looking at this, the legal challenges of working that particular area where suddenly a, a niche website comes along and offers this incredible idea about really catering to a growing trend of tourists that that want to really take advantage of this type of accommodation. And that's really what we're trying to do. So yeah, look, I mean, I'm not going to say that the niche websites are going to take over your bookings from these big OTAs. And what it can do is act as a complement. It can get you into locations that you might not normally get access to. They can give you access to a different type of client, maybe a different type of geography, and also a different type of, of customer that has already made up their mind of the type of holiday they really want. So, you know, if you're looking at dog-friendly accommodation, you know, you know that if you've got a property that really accepts pets, then you can maybe tailor your additional services around this type of accommodation because you know that your customer's coming to you and they've got a dog and they're really they're really into their pet friendly, you know, accommodation, that kind of thing. So it gives you a little bit of a head start in terms of what you really know and understand about your customer. So you can dig in a little bit deeper. I really just want to focus on, on the, on these niche because you're right. I think the, the problem that so many people make is when they open the doors to their, to their, to their rental, wherever it is in the world, they just go and put it on, like I said, the big channels. And the thing that you always get told when you start a business is if you're trying to appeal to everybody, you're appealing to nobody. So it really does help if you can find that niche, you know, try and think about the type of guests that you want, you know, in the Boostly Academy, we call it, you know, finding your customer avatar. And there's so many websites out there. There are tons of websites before booking.com, before Airbnb, before Expedia, before that big boom. If you ask any accommodation owner, whether it was a guest house, a small hotel or a rental back in the day, you ask them, where do you get the majority of your bookings from? They would give you these niche websites or magazines like Farmstay is the one that you know I told you about at, at, uh, at Barcelona. Like Those are the sort of things that used to be really big. And, and now, when you're in these Facebook groups or when you're chatting to accommodation owners and you know they're still with said listing site that 10, 15, 20 years old or magazine or whatever, you know, saying, you know, how many bookings are you getting from? The, the, instead of going, yeah, that's great. That's where we get 40, 50% of our new bookings from. They're saying they're trying to struggle to sort of give you a valid reason why they're still with them. They're, they're with them because of, you know, because they've been with them for years and they just want to keep, you know, giving them money out of loyalty more, more, more than anything. But what you have found in these niche websites now, the ones that have really sort of fine-tuned which people should be on their website. And if you can find these websites, they're, they're an absolute goldmine because number one, because they are very, very topical of what they're talking about. When you do a, a Google search, for example, of the location you want to go to or like the, the, the niche you want to talk about, they rank really highly on, on Google. So people, they've got a lot of people on the websites. They've got a lot of people that are around your niche that like you give the pet friendly option. But you know, there's so many different topics you can go down, whether it's a solo travel, health and wellness. So it's definitely something that people should be looking at more than just doing the bog standard list on Airbnb. 
list yeah. on, on booking.com. Now, obviously you've been doing this for a while now with Rentals United. Have, have you got any success stories of any of these small websites and any of your clients that may be on there and, and any sort of testimonials that they've given you or any sort of success stories that you could share with people that have maybe listed on these, these niche websites and, and got some good results? You know, I really want to emphasize that they shouldn't be seen as, a, as an alternative. And I understand why people don't move away from the the big five you know booking expedia airbnb and so forth because it's a lot of work and they drive they drive good revenue but i think that you're right when you start looking in your particular area and you can start putting in your keywords into google and see what comes up and, and even start looking at particular themes based around the type of client that you want to attract, you'll find that, you know, booking an, an Airbnb, they might not be coming up as, as high as you actually thought. And other companies will, will start showing up in the results. And these are generally your more niche related channels. You know, let me give you kind of an example. We've got people like Spain Holidays that obviously, you know, given the name, they really focus on, on Spain. Travelopo, again, is, is a, they're a Mallorcan-based channel, but again, they're very strong in Spain. We've got a company called Hand Discover that focuses on disabled travel, um, and even eDomazil, which actually has accommodation around the world, but it's a German website, and they really focus on the German market. But, you know, that in hand, if you focus on someone like eDomazil, you really not need to start thinking about the type of content that you've got, you know, you're going to need to translate your inventory into German and you might need to even be able to cater for German people when they arrive. I mean, we kind of used to do it through Google Translate, but I suppose you need to be a little bit more professional these days when you start talking to these people. But, you know, that's the kind of mindset that you need to go. It's not just a case of, look, we've got 70 plus channels. And if you're going to go on, on 70, you know, you, you're not going to get, you're certainly not going to get the, the kind a level of, of bookings that you are going to expect so you need to be a little bit more clever about it and and it does require work but they can bring different bookings at different times of the year so germans they travel different times of the year depending upon the, uh, compared to the to the british mm -hmm. same thing with french same thing with italians and if they're coming abroad then they generally will spend more money whilst they're there rather than your typical kind of staycation type tourists. So, you know, it, it requires kind of a little bit more planning around it, but they're certainly there. I mean, we've, we've just got connected to a company called Spotter Home, who are a, a minimum 30-day channel. You know, that they're bringing some nice bookings for, for our clients. And so our clients are now starting to think of one different sort of pricing models that can really accommodate 30-plus stays. And equally, maybe some of their inventory needs to be put aside and they're only geared towards 30-plus type uh, customers. So you're really kind of spreading your risk and not really only focusing around just your your short-term rental customer. So it's, it's a, there's, a nice, there's a nice, interesting mix of, of clientele you can tap into. Yeah, 100%. I think what's key around this topic is we're not saying what we're going to do here is going to replace the big guys, but it's, yeah. a, it's, another, it's another layer to add to your online visibility because at the end of the day, if you're not visible, nobody's going to be able to book with you. I mean, obviously on this podcast, 
I encourage everybody to look at ways and means to increase your direct book. Mm-hmm. But like with everything, you've got to be everywhere, listed everywhere, because that's where people's eyes and attention is. Now, obviously, booking and, and uh, the booking holidays group, Airbnb, the Expedia group, they're doing what they're doing and you need to get listed on them and you need a, a decent channel manager to connect all of that. But as well, you've got to be looking at the, at the smaller guys just as an extra layer of visibility, which is, which is the key. Now, the one problem that I found in the past and this is before I knew of, of, of rentals or I had a decent channel manager is that we would get listed on these niche websites for our family business. So we had the, the, the farm stay business. We would get listed on them. But the problem is, is that our calendars couldn't link up or things couldn't match. And there was, there was always a case of where inquiries would come in and we couldn't, we couldn't uh, cater for them because we we're already booked out or X, Y, and Z. Now, this is where being on Rentals United is a benefit because you take care of all of this for your clients and your members. So could you just break down for us exactly what Rentals United does? Now, obviously you're a channel manager, you're not a PMS, but how does, does it work with yourself and getting listed on these websites, these niche websites, connecting to obviously the other guys and making sure that there's a constant stream of availability flowing around? Yeah, sure. I mean, obviously we need to connect to the guys in the first place. So we'd, we'd, we'd connect them via an API. So there'll be a, a two-way exchange of data. So bookings from your farm stay website would come into Rentals United, right? And if there were price changes that you wanted to make with your property or that you would make the booking direct through your own website, that would block your calendar in Rentals United. We would send that block to Farmstay and any other channel that you'd be connected to via us. So there's constantly a synchronization of information that is in Rentals United and equally a copy, exact copy of what's ever in the, the channel. And so, you know, we're trying to right now focus on on the right channels for the particular markets and different kind of themes. And and also for us, whilst we're not a PMS, we can also have, a, we also have a kind of a guest communication module. So meaning that, you know, emails that are coming in from your guests can be sort of managed in a more aggregated way through a, through an inbox. And that's kind of really helped our smaller, smaller, smaller customers. And I think that, you know, you're right when you start to say that you as a property manager or an owner should really try and have as many bookings direct as, 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 you, as, you, as you can. Uh, you know, you're not going to be paying commission. You can build that relationship with your customers. But I think that as any business, you need to have some kind of mix with your, with your marketing. We do it. Um, we don't rely on one area. And I think that all of your, all of your uh, listeners should, should do the same. We all need to have a varied mix of how we can get our booking. So you've got, obviously, the channel manager. So you sit in the middle, and then you've got the, uh, the websites that you connect to are on this side, and you've got the, the PMS here. Uh, the PMS is where everybody will have, whether that is uh, free to book, whether that is Vivo, Super Control, Zivu, you know, there are a ton of them. So how does it work with you connecting your channel manager, Rentals United, to the PMS? Do you have a connection where you can work with everybody or do you have like a set amount of partnerships that you've, you've created o- over time that you work with? So like how many PMSs are you currently working with? Is yeah, one? I mean, you know, we, we, we're going through a list and, and um, so far we're connected to 50 PMSs worldwide. So, you know, there are, there are generally a PMS in pretty much every country that has some kind of um, 
of uh, number of, of inventory there. So, you know, in the UK, you're looking at people like um, iPro, um, 365 Villas, uh, Bookster, who are up in, in Scotland, Res Harmonics, who are kind of in the, the middle of the country in, in Birmingham. So, you know, we're kind of going through country by country and, and managing them. So in terms of a connection, we would generally, we would sit on top of the PMS and we would offer their customers access to our channels but we would try and encourage all of their customers not to come into Rentals United. So they would generally be able to change rates, change availability, all in their PMS, and obviously receive all the bookings that are made through the channels that they connected to um, through us as well. So again, a booking comes in, we would send it directly back to their, to their PMS. So everything's tied into, um, into where that one platform that they should be using, which is their PMS, which is basically, you know, the, the, the source of all, um, all their data. So when say that I've just signed up to Reynolds United and it's connecting to our PMS, whoever that may be, when we're talking about the niche websites, do you have a full catalog that when they look, when I log into my sort of dashboard, do you have all of these websites available to me or do we work together? Do like we, I would work with your team to go, right, this is what I do. This is who I am. Who should I connect to? How, how does that sort of work between uh, signing up and getting on these sort of niche sites? Yeah, you know, I mean, it varies on client by client, depending upon what kind of level of, of help they need and support. I mean, everyone will get an account manager. Everyone gets an onboarding period where they get trained in how to, to onboard to these channels. And so, yes, we have a, we have a kind of a service area where they can pick and choose which websites they want to connect to we give certain data you know where they're strong what type of inventory they take the restrictions you know all that kind of stuff and then the the account manager should be able to work with them and identify core ones that first is going to help their business and then create some kind of roadmap for them in over a period of, of time so you know, we'll probably concentrate on the big guys at the start. So you generate bookings and then start looking at your more niche ones um, later on down the line when we know that the account is starting to generate revenue and yeah. that they can see that the, 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 the account's growing. Well, that's good. Now, for anybody that is watching and thinking, yeah, this is great, uh, Renault United sounds good. What stipulations do you look for in a property owner so they can come onto your platform do you have a like a criteria like how how does that work if i want to come to you do you have a like a process that you look for before you agree to work with somebody yeah we we do i mean we're aiming towards um probably the larger property management segment so we have a minimum of 10 properties for those guys who are less we have some pms partners that would be happy to recommend to so you can get access to our channels but through this pms and we also ask for generally exclusivity on the calendar. So you can always guarantee we, we work generally on instant book. Um, so the channels sort of in, inventory, you need to trust availability and they need to be able to work with the likes of the, the bigger guys as well as those smaller ones. We do have some channels that work on request. It's not really a big focus of ours. Obviously, to keep everything in sync and keep everything working on Airbnb, for example, you can't have that inquiry. You've got to have that instant book feature, which would make sense because then it doesn't sort of delay the system anymore, which, which is, you know, which is where everybody should be moving to a model in, in 2020, 2021. Like we're going to put a full list of the 50 PMS providers that you can connect up to on the show notes on the Boostly website. So go to boost.co.uk forward slash podcast, scroll down to 
to uh, season seven, check look out for James's name and you can go on and see the full 50. Now, if for whatever reason, they are with a PMS that isn't connected to rentals, are you looking for more recommendations? So can people come to you and go, hey, James, you know, we're with X, but we want to be with rentals. Is there a way that you could work together? Like, is that something that you're currently looking to build more partnerships this year? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it's a core strategy of ours to connect to more PMSs. Um, we've got this kind of partnership program with all these guys. We work really closely with them and we're looking for more. So if people have got recommendations. If there's a PMS that we're not connected to, then really drop us a line and we'll be happy to talk to them make an introduction and um, yeah okay so moving on uh, before we, we wrap up i always like to ask this 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 question in some way shape or form you've done this for a long time you know you've got property yourself you've hundreds of loads of properties on on rentals so you do see with what you're doing a lot of uh, hosts property managers marketing their property online now what is the one big mistake that you see other accommodation owners make when it comes to marketing their, their property online so what's the one bit of advice that you could share with with others to, to prevent them from doing it i think it for us it's always been about quality of content and this could mean anything from photos you know you need to have a photo of each room a photo of the key amenities you know swimming pool needs to be your first one and a great description and really good uh, amenities and, and focus on, on these and, and try and play with, with stuff within it as well. And you'll see kind of a big difference and, and work with the channel because they can tell you which amenities their customers are, are looking for. And, and generally, our focus is more about content quality than anything else. And, and some of the stuff that we get is of a very lower low quality so we we have a um, we have a content quality minimum um, so we'll only send inventory to the channels in an automated way if it goes through particular uh, filters so we generally work to booking.coms is tend to be the the highest uh, filter so for me it's always about um, the quality of your content i like that because you're right. So many people just blanket list their property on, on all these channels, whatever that may be. You've yeah. got to be flexible on where you're listing because, for example, Airbnb, you get to add a lot of content in the description and you can be really, you can manipulate the title so it really stands out. Where with booking.com, you don't get any of that. You've got yeah. to really make sure that your filters and your amenities are spot on, but people just don't do that. They just go list, 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 ah, job done, right, move on to the next thing, yeah. which is it's key. You've got to be flexible to each one. So, so the question would be, if I'm with Rentals United and I've got my account manager and I just like literally just brain fire everything that I do to the account manager, would they then go, right, so Mark, get on this website. You really need to be telling us about X, Y, and Z. So do you take that more of that quality approach so we don't just throw it onto a random site? Does the account manager pull us up and go, right, we need to do X, Y, and Z to get it on? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a very much a consultative-based um, service that we provide. So they really start to identify your titles on Airbnb, for example. And it's, it's good you mention it. I mean, it makes a massive difference when you see you've got thousands of properties in a particular location. And, you know, how do you stand up? How do you stand out and get that first click to your, to your property? And title tags are incredibly important. So is your first photo. So, you know, all these little things that you probably take for granted. And when you start complaining that you're not getting enough bookings, or you're not getting enough click-throughs, 
there are small little um, changes and improvements that you can make. And so we'll help you identify those. If you have been listening to the Boosted podcast over these seven seasons, you'll know that we have spoken about this in detail. Members of the Boostly Academy, the private training group, you know that there is a, a video in there from Danny from Optimize My B&B where he gives some really insightful tactics and tips with titles and emojis and all of the things that you need to do with, with, with your listings. So yeah, please do go and uh, check that out. Now, when I like to finish these podcasts, we always like to finish on, on quick fire questions. James, I've got someone, you know, I have pre-sent them to you. So you have had a chance to have a little look at them. So what we're going to do is we're going to go for the quick fire. And as always with these, all of the answers that James gives, and it's a great chance to sort of tap into a bit more about James here. All the answers to all of the things that I'm going to ask you will be in the show notes. So if there's an answer that James gives and he's going, I want to go check this out, please do go to the show notes, boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast, scroll down to season seven, look for James's name and you'll be able to find out more there. So let's start off with, with the first one then, James, your uh, favorite business book. So the business book that you, that always springs to mind when, uh, when, when someone asks this sort of question, what, what's, what's your go-to? I, you know, I've been, <laughs> I don't have one. You know, I, I generally, I'm reading business related books when I have a particular need or maybe the business is in a particular stage you know currently i'm reading a book called blix blix gaming by reed hoffman who's one of the founders of, of linkedin and blix gaming is more about creating really fast growth in a very short period of time whilst paying no attention to your costs it's quite interesting linkedin did it airbnb has done it and there are a number of other companies facebook you know so that's been quite interesting for me but generally it's more about you know what what kind of stage is rentals united in and you know how can i uh how can I utilize the experience of other people? I'm glad you mentioned uh, Reed. He's, he's one of my uh, favorite go-to podcasts. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be, what's your favorite podcast? Is it Reed's uh, podcast or is it something else? Well, I tell you, I'm quite a listener of, of Sasta podcast and, and Sasta is about anything SaaS related. We're, we're a SaaS business. Um, so that's, that's quite good. They had some really good interviews and, and equally, I don't know whether you've listened to Vanessa's own secret source of large property managers. You can get that on our website. That's, that's pretty insightful. Nice, nice little man. Have you ever taken on board the top by Nathan Latka? No. If you're into SaaS and you like, you like listening to other CEOs and numbers, it's uh, it's fast, it's ferocious, but it's a fantastic podcast for any SaaS uh, CEO. I would recommend that's the top by Nathan Latka. Yeah. All right. So what is your favorite purchase under a hundred pound or hundred euros in the past year? You know, I don't really buy much. Um, I, you know, it's probably a flight somewhere. You know, I, I don't like buy stuff that much, to be honest. Right, okay, so you don't really make a purchase. Have you got like uh, like your favorite, like a favorite splurge, whether even if it's much like tiny, like even if it's like a go-to coffee or a go-to thing that you, you know, like food-wise that you have to buy, what, 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 what would that be? God, you know, I've just gone vegan. So, so I'm a bit boring when it comes to my, uh, to my food. You know, wine I'm quite um, partial to. So I like to, to splash out on bottles of wine. There you go. So we're going for the wine. Now, was vegan for veganary, or is it just? Like, no, it's carried on actually, but it's it's. I'm I'm more. Um, what is it? Flexitarian. So I pick and choose. I've you know I haven't been totally vegan, but 
when I make a choice, it's generally I don't eat. All right. So YouTube. Do you uh, are you a fan of YouTube? Do you do you watch uh, many YouTube videos? If so, do you have a, a YouTube channel that you always like to subscribe and, and recommend? Yeah, I love YouTube, but I don't have a particular channel. Maybe I'm just too old for it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was like? Uh, what's the say the last say business like YouTube channel or just any sort of YouTube video that you watch and you were like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a decent one. Or is it, are you literally just watching funny videos of cats? I just, yeah, exactly. Cats or dogs or, you know, people falling over that kind of thing. There you go. Yeah, right. the kids. <laughs> okay. So next question, what is the biggest pain point in your business right now? It could be what you're having to do on a day to day or just overall for, for rentals. What would you say would be biggest pain point for, for, for what you're trying to achieve? We're, we're growing at the moment. So we're trying to bring in number of people in different areas. So for us being in Barcelona, it's, it can be a challenge bringing in the right people. That's, that's the biggest uh, pain I think. Okay. So moving on. And this is one I love to ask because it's what the Boostly podcast is all about. It's what Boostly is all about, direct bookings. What yep. would be your one big tip when it comes to getting more direct bookings? I think when we talk to our smaller customers or, or I mean, even bigger ones, to be honest, um, they, they tend to be, they tend to neglect the, the, the previous customers they've had before, you know, create some kind of CRM, even if it's just out of a, an Excel spreadsheet and keep in contact with these guys and, and email them and contact them periodically and remember where then when their birthday is and you know remember their kids will also grow up to be adults and so I think that this is really important to be able to constantly be in their in their mind when they start looking at, at booking a, um, a vacation. 100%. And again, I think this is what so many business owners, not just accommodation or hospitality owners make. Everybody's always chasing the new money or the new yeah. guest or the new booking. Yeah. You know, sometimes some of the best decisions you can make to increase your bookings, to increase your revenue is to reach out to past guests. And obviously it's got to be GDPR friendly. You don't want to get in trouble, but there's ways and means that you can do so. So yeah, just instead of like looking for new money, just try and look for the people that have already stayed with you that know, like, and trust, and you know, reach out and, and see what happens. Pick up the phone, have a chat. You'll be amazed at what happens. Specifically, if it's a business guest in the past, have a pick up a phone, have a chat, and you'll be amazed at what you can get from the back of it. Definitely. All right, final question: What would you say would be Rentals United's superpower? Look, you know, I mean, being English, I tend not to to shout about things too much. I mean, we're pretty modest. Um, I suppose that. You know, last year, we onboarded more properties onto Booking.com than any other company within our sector. And I think that, you know, for us, it's a really big achievement. We really focus on, on delivering big return of investment on bookings, but also making sure that properties go onto the channels super fast so you can make revenue and, and bookings as quickly as possible you are you are being modest because i think that what you guys are fantastic at and your superpower would be visibility you give you give small accommodation owners or small property managers the chance to get visible a lot quicker a lot faster and a lot that saves a lot of time as well so i think you know i mean you, what you guys are doing is fantastic I'm a, I'm a big fan you know i've seen the podcast watched the youtube videos and i love the brand and i love everything about what you guys are doing and i, and I wish you all the best moving cool. forward 2020 all this crazy growth and yeah i look forward to seeing you at more of these short stay show yeah. events that are coming up 
you obviously you're going to be in London. Is that is that right for for this? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be in London. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I'll probably see you then. Yeah. March 12th, and yeah, and on all the other events that seem to be on at, at the moment, which is amazing. So thank you very much for tuning in. If anybody has been watching this and going, yeah, I want to find out more. What's the domain? What's the URL? What's the best place to to, to go to find out more, James? Well, it's rentalsunited.com. Um, you can email me directly if you like. So it's James at rentalsunited.com, and I'll be happy to put you in touch with the right people so you know send us an email and we'll be happy to help amazing when you go on to rentalsunited.com right at the very top it pops up book a demo so if you're thinking that you're not 100 if it's right for you book a demo have a chat or email james and so you can uh, figure out and at, at the end of the day if you can make it work and link with the pms and do all of the things and it's definitely something that i recommend that you do so Absolutely. thank you very much for right. for being on the show we've massively appreciated it and thank you to everybody that has, has tuned in whether you have watched this on video on the YouTube, LinkedIn, Tickety Talk, or even if you just listened on the audio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before you go, go and rate, review, and subscribe. It's really important. We've just passed the 10,000 downloads, which is amazing. And we want to continue that to grow. And the only way that we can keep visible through your reviews, your social shares. So please do keep talking about it. As always, thank you to Hostfully, the sponsors of this podcast. You have got a couple more weeks to submit your guidebook, your digital guidebook to hostfully.com forward slash contest. They're going to be doing prizes for the best guidebooks. I've got loads of categories. You can win premium listings. You can win hoodies and tops and all of the things. You can even win a, a marketing review from me at Boostly. Totally free to enter. You get one free guidebook for free with Hostfully. So go to hostfully.com forward slash contest and you can submit it there. We'll be back very soon for another Boostly podcast episode. But at the moment, if you have yet to check out any of the back catalogue, simply go to boostly.co.uk forward slash podcast and you have got a ton to check out. So thank you very much for tuning in and we will see you all very soon.